Hi, everybody in podcast land and also on YouTube. I'm James. I'm David. And I'm Jonathan. <laughs> this is the Carpool Critics Movie Podcast, where today uh, we are covering the new Fast... The, well, maybe it's not new when you're listening to it. Fast 9, the Fast Saga, the 2021 Fast and Furious movie. Should have been called Fine. It should have been called Fast Final, Aye. so that oh, there's that no more. Would have been so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you're on our convoy of listeners who watch movies ahead of time, next week we're going to, yes, we heard you, we're going to do Bo Burnham's Inside comedy special slash performance art thing. Oh, Welcome to the internet. I wish I was there for that. Sorry, Jonathan Horst. You're only here because Riley is on vacation. Oh, and, <laughs> although maybe people will like you more. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> David, what do you give this movie out of 10? F9 sets a new bar for how many sharks one franchise can jump. While undercutting its fun with an exceptionally dense, in every sense of the word, roster of characters that... <laughs> are they still talking? Ah, fuck this. Minus 5.1. Okay, give us a serious one. Wait, so when you say minus, you said before that that goes full circle, circle to being fun around. again. Yeah, so it's as fun as a 5.1, but it's so bad, it's good. It's not just like, okay, it's like, this is ridiculously Whoa. stupid. But I had a, as fun as a 5.1. Oh. Wow. A circular score. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, why don't you just introduce who the heck you so, are? So, my name is Jonathan Horst. Uh, I am the host and writer of Mac Address, and I'm now here. Welcome. Yes. What are you giving this movie out of 10? Uh, I hate what you did to car culture, and I hate what you've become. Two out of 10. Nice. Wow. And what, how does your rating system work? Like, what? Uh, it's, at a, it's, nor, it's very one dimensional. What would a, is it like linear? Like, what would a five be? Like, where does it switch from good Ugh. movie to bad movie? What? I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm a very subjective person, mm. so. <laughs> so it just means bad. It is bad. What's your favorite movie? And does it have a 10? It's like asking, I always like to say, like when you ask somebody that question, it's, I always say it's like asking a parent what their favorite child is. Mm. Uh, but Oh, it's always my first. I always say that. I don't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you what my favorite movie is. Okay, I just really wondered if it was like, is that one a ten, or is even your favorite movie oh. still like a nine? Oh yeah, nothing's perfect. But yeah, I like like I, like lit for instance, like I really like the Truman Show for mm. some reason. That was a great movie. I know it's a great movie. Mm. A nine and a half. Sorry, we it's covered strange. that one already. If you've missed out on the past twenty years of Fast and Furious films, no reason to start now. <laughs> Four point five out of ten. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this was not a good time. No, mm -hmm. I it was. I wished it, I was elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's hard because this was my first like movie back at a movie theater, so I I think that bolstered <laughs> my too. enjoyment. Just like sitting there with candy in one hand and soda in the other, I was like, "This, I like this. I like this a lot." I don't know. I had the experience <laughs> for the first time of um, paying for someone else's kid. Mm. Never had that in my life before because my little sister lives with me now, so I she's fifteen. So I was, "Hey, do you want your friend to come?" And she said, "Yeah." And then I realized, well, okay, I guess I gotta buy that kid a ticket. It's uh, like seventeen fifty Canadian, and okay, sure. That's going to come out in the wash. Uh, <laughs> then you see a movie like this, and you're like, fuck, what a waste of time. You, were you an Ultra <laughs> AVX? Because that's... Yeah, I was. I was an AVX. Did you do the D-Box? No. no. Did you do <laughs> I hate the D-Box. D-Box detracts from yeah. the experience. <laughs> Against my religion. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe just because I'm getting older, I was just like, the, even in Ultra AVX, this just doesn't look as good as when it's playing like in 4K and OLED TV. The the brightness and like the contrast is always a little uh, bit here worse. Here we go. It's just but, so uh, grainy. Yeah, but Anyways, not as grainy as our, our sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> Private Internet Access VPN. PIA helps you hide your true IP address so that you can bypass geo restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to 10 devices at once, and it includes an internet kill switch. 
Riley? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm invincible. <laughs> if your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily. PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a Chrome extension. So check it out at lmg.gg slash carpoolcritics. Well, yeah. w- what do you guys want to talk about first? Well, what happened in this movie? Oh, God. Who can say? Jonathan? Uh, okay, so... We finally see how Dom's dad dies. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out he has a brother. They hate each other because his brother killed his dad. At least he thinks he did. And then a bunch of stuff. They're fine. Yep. Well, you have to address the, the triple MacGuffin. There's a weapon that's split in two halves and has a key. You need all those things to uh, make amends with your brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was very confused about this whole whatever sphere thing, uh, <laughs> even from the beginning. Yeah. I was especially when they like started up, and they came back to visit Dom, and they're like, "We have this problem," and they show this really fuzzy, fuzzy phone call, uh, and it's Mister Nobody. And the, here's the problem: I've watched all the movies except the eighth one, mm. and I th- was re going over trying to recap like, "Oh, what happened in those other movies?" Because it becomes a blur with all these movies, and uh, Mr. Nobody apparently showed up in the seventh movie, but I don't remember, I don't remember that at all. I, or did he show up in the eighth movie? Have you, uh, we what? should actually all disclose where we're at with this franchise. Yeah. So I'm coming in from the perspective of someone who remembers the trailer for the first one ever and was like, wow, this is actually fairly groundbreaking. Look at that sports car go underneath a semi truck. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. That was cool. And like, Except it was they just didn't expo- start that, by the way. It was exposing this whole like new subculture. There's people with spray cans shooting the ground. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. It was so cool. It was so cool. Uh, then I watched zero other films mm. until this one, and I don't regret that. That's mm. what, that's where I'm at. I did no more rewatches. I haven't seen anything from this franchise. Actually, I think I watched Tokyo Drift, but again, we're talking like I'm in high yep. school still. How about you, David? Uh, I've seen most of them. I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, uh, but I've seen all the numbered franchises or n- numbered entries and. I hated the first four originally, and I liked when they kind of moved away from the car culture stuff and made it just like stupid heist movies. But now I'm kind of like coming around where I'm kind of sick of this. It feels really generic and boring on the later stuff. And I'm like, it's cool action, but what they do to undercut it uh, just makes it feel really plain and vanilla. Uh, And so I kind of want to go back to like the weirder car subculture stuff and and embrace Mm. some kind of unique identifier to this franchise other than the big stars. I don't even know if I agree with you that it's, Good action. But before we talk about that, how, what about you, John? I have a very complex relationship with this series. Uh, so as a kid, I've, I'm a car guy. I love cars. I've always been interested in cars. As a kid, I could recognize all the cars by their taillights. And uh, my favorite video game was Need for Speed. And it was like, this is early days Need for Speed, late 90s. Uh, and in Need for Speed, it was always about like cool exotica, like Ferrari F, you know, 355 was in there, Lamborghini Countach, Great, cool cars. This movie comes out in 2001. Need for Speed Underground comes out in 2002. What are the cars in Need for Speed Underground? Dodge Neon, Mitsubishi Lancer, just the lamest, crappiest cars. And I was completely turned off the series. Mm. And I was so mad. I was just so mad at how it like changed car culture like that. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Need for Speed, the game, no, no. you mean? The movie changed yeah. car culture, which then changed the game. Oh. And then I was alienated. Yeah, it was all the I was, like, I, was, like, I was like strangely alienated as a car guy. Yeah. And so, like, it was almost like. Well, un- what's the orange car that Paul Walker drives underneath the, the semi truck? What is that? I don't. Did he drive an orange? Uh, so, in the first movie, the main cars were, uh, I guess, the hero cars. When they first, first at the heist, it was 
Honda Civics, like mid '90s Honda Civics. Oh yeah. Then uh, Paul Walker had started off with a Mitsubishi Eclipse. If you got the turbo, you got all-wheel drive, so it was okay. Um, but then the cool car was Dom's car, which was an RX-7. But he made it look worse than the RX-7 actually looks. Because <laughs> the RX-7 is actually a beautiful car from the, the mid-90s, and then the tuners had to ruin it. Uh, I'm probably going to get <laughs> lots of controversy here in the car, <laughs> car world. But, yeah. and, then, oh, was he, and then they had a Supra. They found a Supra that, they, that was like in an accident and they yeah. like fixed it up and it was a Targa Supra. Which was, was there no Skyline? I thought there was Skyline. The there was a Skyline. The funny thing is I was I was realizing, but I was, I was like, how did they get a Skyline? Because those are illegal in the US unless they're 25 years. And like mm. those are newer Skylines. So I had no idea how that, that whole system worked. But yes, the Skyline was in there. I, I think it definitely did help popularize the Skyline. But the Skyline wasn't actually a main car in the first movie. It was like some sub-character had it. <laughs> like like that. Yeah. you like you talked in a walkie-talkie, which is kind of interesting. And I don't think Paul Walker drove a Skyline until... Later, mm. but I, I so I'm rewatching them. It's funny because I started rewatching the movies with with some friends uh, just recently. So I I was had, was fresh on watching the first one, just fresh on watching the second one, which is terrible. The worst. It's the worst. And then uh, shocked by some of the strange decisions in Tokyo Drift. Mm. Um, which now is that one a spin out? Does it count? Uh, yes, or it, it sort of was uh, a spin out where they were trying to figure it out, but then they had it back in and then moved it later into the series. It's actually the sixth movie. Canonically now. Oh, okay. Which is really confusing. But, I mean, that movie was confusing. Like, for instance, the main character is a high schooler, but the actor who plays him, <laughs> my friends and I were talking about this, looks like he's 38, which is actually his age now. But And he's <laughs> made a return in Fast 9, FYI. Um, that was a really puzzling movie as well. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, sorry. I we could go on. And then, yeah. and then the, so then the fourth one came out, Fast and Furious, which is, that was when I first started watching. Like, I ignored those first movies because mm -hmm. I was so offended as, as a tyke with the, with, yeah. the <laughs> with what it did to car culture. And, like, everyone was driving around in those loud Civics. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, well, through the aughts? It yeah. was so bad. <laughs> That's Honestly, that was my beef with the Fast and, franchise, Fast and Furious franchise early on was what it did to high schoolers and cars. Yeah. Where they like, oh, I gotta soup up my shitty ass car that my dad gave me. Yeah. And then they everyone had like the fucking big ass subwoofers in their trunks. Yeah. And then they would drive too fast, drive too loud. Too furiously. Too furiously. I hated it. I actually I worked so at the movie mad. theater in high school and I remember one of these movies came out. I don't know which one, Tokyo Drift, I bet. And I believe it was like around Christmas and there was actually snow in the parking lot and there was accidents <laughs> every <laughs> night oh after God. this movie because all the teenagers would watch the movie, go yeah. out to the parking lot and be like, yeah, I'm so fast, I'm so furious! And, yeah. Just, and yeah, it was awful. Trying to drift their front wheel drive car. <sighs> Guys, we're just boomers now. We're just uh, boomers now. I think uh, the problems of this movie are deep and throughout. And varied. Varied. <laughs> Let's talk about the action, because I think it's the action itself is good, and I don't mind the death-defying stuff, um, but they make some like very conscious decisions that I think undercut everything that happens well, in the action. My first question with that is actually one for you, those of you who have seen way more of these movies. Were they consistent throughout the series, or did it change at some point where your suspension of disbelief has to be so much higher? Because the stuff that happens in this movie, it's like, this might as well be animated. Yeah. Like this is, should be a cartoon because there's like no way you're surviving that. There's no way this is happening. They get they get there. At the beginning it is more grounded, but it's still like cartoony just because it's a goofy movie. But um they I think it's by Fast Five, there's that scene where Michelle Rodriguez has to like jump from a tank to a car across like a big gap and she gets like launched and it's just like, Oh, that was the point for me where I was like, Oh, the physics in this don't matter anymore. And they've only gotten like bigger and worse. Well, there's the uh, whole bang vault in the fifth one as well. Oh, yeah. Which was kind of fun. <laughs> like, that's a fun sequence, What was though. that? 
<laughs> they attached the bank vault to two Dodge Chargers and then drove through a city. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, it's just like and, re- and the vault doesn't have wheels. Yeah, okay. And so I, I like that sequence in the sense that like it's just cool. And like it's there's a lot of practical effects in it, which I think when they when they choose Secret to hit in wheels. Yeah, when they choose to do stuff practically, it's way cooler. And like actually seeing that thing slam into cars and windows and stuff, it's like that's pretty cool. I felt that in this movie as yeah. well. There's too many times where I'm like, that's CG, and I I didn't care about it at all. Whereas this type of movie, especially with a huge budget, that I'm sure right. it commanded. Yeah, it's like just do this. Practically. Interesting, because that's one of my notes is that I actually didn't really notice the CG that much. Like there's yeah, a lot I of I was struggling. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I was like, that's kind of CG, and then yeah. some other things. Like, I think that's well, practical. Yeah. And there's stuff that's like certainly CG, like this fucking <laughs> suspension bridge. We have to just talk about that immediately. Hey? Yeah, like, that was the, the worst. worst. When it, I think I don't know which part is worse. The first when it's falling down and they're driving it up at like a ramp, but like no, they would just fall down and everyone would be dead. I like that more okay. because at least with that they're like, okay, there's the bridge. I have no choice but to drive over it. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to drive over, yeah. it. and then they make it. Okay. Yeah. But then Dom's plan is like. The bridge is out. <laughs> oh, yeah. My only recourse is to just slam mm. into the pillar and hope to God that somehow it creates a hook shot attached <laughs> to my hub somehow, and then it'll slingshot me up there. Like, yeah, you could was... never... No. That could not be your plan. You could not count on that. That doesn't make any sense. When, like, why didn't they just fucking jump out of the car and grab it? Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. It well, it's a, a nice car. car. Movie. It was yeah, a nice but the car, car gets smashed anyway. Like, it slams into the side of a cliff. But so to Jonathan's cool. point, he's re- he's yeah. right. It, yeah. It's a car movie. Like, every set piece has to revolve around Fair. cars. Fair. Like, why is it that their headquarters is in this giant semi-truck, like, train thing? It's so because they, every, <laughs> they can't just attack a building. Like, it has to be car-based. Fair, fair. <laughs> I have problems with that freaking train thing too because it's like you're talking about that like that, big truck near, that big truck first of all they, they their plan is to flip it over yeah that thing has so much mass there's just no way they could get it to flip with these tiny little no, cars but they did what did they do how they, did they do they it? flip it end over with, end right yeah two yeah, yeah. magnets on like the small cars and then they attach yes. it to the, like, the front and then they slow down and that's enough to stop the mass like, no that's we not know how that it's works. not and the movie tells us that's <laughs> not because once it's flipped over it proceeds to slide for an hour. Yeah. It slides forever. Yeah. It has so much yeah. mass, it keeps yeah. sliding. That's the last hour of the movie, is just watching it slide. They're walking around in it, like <laughs> talking to each other while it yeah. slides. Well, I mean, so that weird. was in another movie where it's stuff stuff's happening much longer yeah. than it could possibly happen. Like the remember the plane in whatever one it was? And the <laughs> I read somewhere somebody calculated if if they were actually doing this sequence in the real time, the runway would have to be like fifty kilometers long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, they're chasing uh, the But it was it gonna oh yeah, this game this this movie feels like a video game cutscene without any video game play yeah. in between. Yeah, it's yeah. just two hours of video. Yeah, it's they they've definitely embraced the the ridiculous, uh, and it's weird because they're like oddly self aware about it. Like they have that scene with uh, Tyrese and Ludacris. I love that actually. I I agree. I thought that. Scene well, was, I was hoping it was, was going to go somewhere and they're going to be like, yeah. yeah, and then they just laugh at him, and I'm like. Can you totally. imagine if, oh, they, opportunity. if they took the series that way? They're like, yeah, we are metahumans. And oh, yeah. then it we just like merges like, with the DCEU. Or love that. I know. I was <laughs> Jason like, Momoa shows yeah, up yeah, on yeah. a motorcycle. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, no, honestly, I would love that if this movie got weird where they, they just embrace that they're invincible. Like, it's, it's, I, I, like they were so close to it. It was, it was the yeah. annoying thing. I was, I was like, oh, oh, this is neat. And I like yeah. stood up a little yeah. bit and I'm listening to his thing. And I'm like, they're going to acknowledge this. Yeah. And it's going to just make sense now yeah. for some reason, but it will make sense. 
And then they're like, ha ha, no. No. And then they I was like, sp- and I, I said, like, and then they go to space and ram a satellite oh. with a fucking 70s car and oh, there's cr- not a scratch on it. It like, created so much on. space garbage. I was like, no, we're going to be trapped on Earth forever. We'll never be able to pass through that cloud of high velocity debris. <laughs> yeah. What a, yeah. What, what do you think's the moment in this movie that most jumps the shark? Well, that yeah, wrote Mark. That. Yeah. Because that, sure. that sequence too, even when like John Cena j- drives off the cliff and the jet picks him up, I was like, I clapped. I was. I literally. I was like. I was like. Okay. Hats <laughs> off to you. Yeah, Thank you. We 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 are, we're going there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly space. how you feel. You're like at that point. But thanks for going all the way. List. It's yeah. a, It's like when John Cena does the drift around and the doors yeah. open and he grabs oh, the yeah, thing. Like yeah. it's like it's like it starts. Yeah. Right at the beginning. It's funny too because the first <laughs> sequence in the movie is like at the kind of stock car race. Yeah. And I. I haven't seen Four Fours Forever, but you get those vibes. Like they, they like kind of channeled that. I'm like, oh, this is kind of neat. Like it's about cars. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like I see where they're going. And then no, no. You, now, can, you can really see that they're responding to audience feedback. Cause I think like a lot of people want them to go back to car stuff. A lot of people made comments about like fast, fast and furious has to go to space. Like that was a meme. And so they, like they're embracing that. And it's like, in some ways that's good that they're willing to do you're it. Literally, but, you're just saying they literally took every suggestion from the suggestion yeah. box and then said, yes. Totally. And they, it's, yes. it, it feels like they're kind of losing their direction. Like they don't have a vision for where they want to take this anymore. They just know these ticket, like the, these movies will sell. These actors are going to put people in seats. We don't really know what we want to do with this anymore. Who are these people? Who? The, uh, <laughs> it's us. I talked to somebody the other weekend, just like a, a 30 year old woman, my neighbor. And she was like, oh, cool. I, I want to see that. I'm like, y- you do? She's like, yeah, I've seen them all. I'm like, why? She's like, well, we grew up with them. I'm like, who did? Like, <laughs> we're the same age. I st- I didn't go to them, but I guess a lot of people did. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was culturally significant, and I guess now it's just people are just going because they know it. I don't know. Like, I don't see the Saw movies every year. This, this, no, but less less people see those than these. This is the seventh highest grossing film franchise of all time. I heard that Vin yeah. Diesel made like a billion dollars from him. Probably. He's they're they're sitting just below James Bond and above the X Men franchise. That's insane. Yeah, like the X Men franchise is pretty big, but Fast and Furious is bigger. You know, and I gotta give him props. I was watching this and I, I had the feeling like I feel like I'm watching Infinity War with not having seen any Marvel That's movies. Exactly like, I don't right. know. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's like a superhero film. Yeah, I like, haven't seen any uh, of them. There's it, moments where I was like, I don't know if this is a new character or a nostalgia character. Like Cardi B, yeah. I'm guessing new character. Yeah. No. She was in she a previous was, one? She was in it? I think she Oh, I don't remember that. Because well they were they were talking as if they'd seen each other before. I She's like, she, Oh, look, I'm like living the life. Yeah. Like my life's great. God. I just love For that they reason. got her to say the word biometrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cardi B saying biometrics. <laughs> yeah. I was like like yeah. you clapping in the theater. Yeah, there's there this movie starts to collapse under the weight of its own characters. There's just too many. The quantity. The quantity of his characters mm. is insane. Yeah, not the death. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that old lady in England. Yeah, it's or just okay. Or in Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, no, it was no, London. It was, it was London. London. Oh, okay. It was London, yes. Yeah, it's just like they keep bringing in people and they're like, hey, we brought them back. Or like, hey, this person you've seen a couple times, like they're here. And it's like, I just, I've seen the movies, but I just don't feel anything. Like I'm not excited to see Bow Wow as, as a, uh, what is he? Like, what's, what's it Where called? Where was he? I, I, I was... He's a, uh, fuck, what's his name? You're looking at me. I have no idea who you're talking about. It's, he's one of the three guys building the rocket car. Oh, okay. Um, That's like, um. Oh, he was the there? Tokyo Drift yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, the Tokyo Drift team. What's his character name? Twinkie? Yeah, Twinkie or something like that. There's like the southern dude who's uh, remote controlling it. Yeah. There's the other dude with like who's wearing a, a shirt on a vest yeah. on a vest. The, the Back to the Future outfit. The yeah, southern dude like, was the main character yeah. in Tokyo Drift. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And Han is like the ringleader. If that's not confusing enough. Yeah. Like, even just, like, how could they characterize everyone? And it feels like one of the Endgame movies or like an Avengers movie where, like, they don't have time to do the characterization, but there's been five movies of individual movies building up to this. And, like, in a sense, they've kind of had that where there is nine movies where they're building all these characters. But I, I feel like you're getting less and less on each movie, and I just care less and less. Yeah. Like, there's there's no time to develop these characters. Like, people like Han, but, like, what's his character? <laughs> what Tell yeah. me what tell well, me what he it is. It also makes sense in an Avengers kind of context because you're like, the Hulk shows up, you know, or any hero from that big moment in Endgame where, like, the, the, the Infinity War is happening. And it's like... He shows up. All he needs to do is actually just punch somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's the Hulk doing Hulk things. Or like, you know, this person flies in and uses their signature weapon. Yeah. Whereas this, they have to kind of, I think they did it well with the Helen Mirren character. She just has to do some witty, yeah. sexy old lady kind of remark and, mm-hmm. and drive really good. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that scene a lot. That's fair. They get a lot, a lot done. Although I was annoyed. Do they ever do fancy parties in a jewelry store? Because I'm like, that seems like a setup for us. I love the music in that scene because I was like, oh, this is rich. What This is what rich people listen to. Did you know? <laughs> was it like Did you cla- know that? Was it classical? It was one of the canons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just like, like literally you'd like look up rich people music in Google yeah. and that's what they were playing. Well, that's the <laughs> amount of thought they're putting into the entirety that's, of this yes, movie. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what? Actually, I agree with that statement, David, because I was miffed about this whole magnet car thing. Because mm-hmm. they introduced it maybe halfway through the movie. Yeah. They did a cool uh, set piece with Actually, it. Actually, no, the they introduced truck. it at the beginning because it was on the plane, but it wasn't uh, that obvious. Sure, Aww. that's right. But then they had this drive through the city with a delivery truck and things are getting connected, like yep. sucked up to it and everything. That was all cool. Pretty cool sequence, yeah. Then they should have just never returned to it. Yeah, but they, then they they just used that same thing again like for another 45 well, minutes. But then it worked differently because they were now able to get the magnet to... to uh, to grab stuff del- in a delayed fashion. So instead of stuff being attracted to the car, it was attracted behind the car. Yeah. So they used the magnet. So the, the, the remember the trucks were behind yeah. the car, hero yeah. cars. They yeah. turned the magnets on and all the debris wasn't going onto the hero yeah, car. It was, it was going yeah. on now onto the truck. Uh, I remember noticing that was happening, but I don't remember the scene where they explained to me that that was going to happen. Exactly. Oh, they don't. Did they? they don't. No, no he's they being did. facetious. Oh, that's what I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're being facetious. It's, an, it's, with, it's with the other cutscene where they, there's an AI implanted into the magnets that can very selectively choose what's getting sucked and what's not. I was getting... I was actually al- allowing it when I was seeing yep. I was like, maybe... No, I was mad. They're driving fast enough. I don't know. They has to, that mailbox has to travel 50 feet before it gets to the well, magnets. So. A weird, weird hit pick is they kind of set up this weird delay thing with the mine chase scene, which I think is a terrible scene, but I think like they're maybe cu- we're putting the work to set our brain up for understanding the delay where (laughs) (laughs) with a completely different weapon no but it's like it's like okay we're driving and then it takes a second before it goes off so like you have to go fast for it to work gotta go be fast and you gotta be furious oh good point yeah that was definitely a play with the minefield where like the heroes drive by them and oh my god the mines (laughs) explode a second later but the villains drive on them and it's right right on yeah uh yeah that was close to the first time i felt something in the movie which was when anger (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, when um Gibbons, t- what was the character's name? Which one? Um, the guy who was like, who's compensating now? And he has like a oh, big uh, armored thing. Ties, I think. Uh, Ludacris's character. No, no, no. Ludacris's character oh, Roman. Was driving a jeep. Roman. Roman. He he was in that thing, and then he got caught in like a canyon, and oh, he was dangling yeah, on yeah. top of the mine. And that was the first time I was like, okay, this is actually kind of tense. Like, yep. what's gonna, how's he going to get out of this? Like, well, it's just super clear what the stakes are, what the danger is, and how they're going to deal with it. Or, like, 
how they're not going to deal with it. And it's just so simple. And that's what this movie is missing is it's constantly blowing things out in a way where it's like it's not clear what we're supposed to be worried about. Well, okay, this I'm so glad you brought this up because I was thinking about this while watching and after. Then we sort of addressed it a little bit where when Tyrese was uh, talking about their immortality. But it's like you have the Superman syndrome. I, is there a term for it? Where yeah, power, like, power creep. Power, mm. If you have a character that's too powerful, then there is no vulnerability. So then there are no, there's no stakes, really. Yeah. There's nothing really to worry about to feel tension. There's no tension. Totally. Well, that's th- what this movie was. I think a lack of tension. That's why my if you ch- charted huge action. If you charted my enjoyment of each set piece, it would be like a line almost like straight Just going down, down because yeah. I'm becoming more and more aware of their mm. invulnerability. Because even with that conversation, I'm like, ah, funny conversation, but I'm like, no, no, no. There, there's got to be danger somewhere. But as you realize, they don't get scratched in this movie. They don't take like they don't blue, like bruise. They don't bleed. Nothing. And you realize like there is absolutely no danger, and it undercuts every. Like crazy bonkers action scene because there are no zero stakes. There's no danger. Yeah. yeah, right. Whereas in the original movies, it was like you could just die in a car accident. Yeah, if that <laughs> car that was under the truck fucked up, it would get crushed and they He's would die. He's actually just a guy. Yeah. He has a day job. Yeah. And in but the- in this movie, you have like, it really pissed me off when Vin Diesel just like turns around, dro- jumps off a ladder or something with his biceps in the air and just yeah. like cracks two guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Has this like <laughs> oh, silo that, that he's in collapses. So yeah. I was like, he's like, he has superhuman strength. Yeah, he does a Samson, like a fucking Hercules move. Ayo. And then he... he well, he pulls the whole thing. Yeah, too. yeah, he literally does a Samson. And he... <laughs> what is a Samson? Well, it's like a biblical story of a guy. It's like a superhero in the Bible. And he he gets tricked by a woman. Uh, and the, the enemies that he was fighting gouge his eyes out and have him as like a party like trick. And they bring him out, but he has his eyes gouged out. And when he's when there's a big Philistine party... Uh, he gets his strength back for one moment and he pulls down the building by like by his chains. Like he's chained to two pillars oh, yes. and, he like, and he brings down the whole building. So it's like exactly like that. Uh, except nice. he dies. <laughs> and Vin Diesel. Well, Vin Diesel does die does temporarily. Not. Yeah, but he has a vision. I don't okay. hate, I don't hate the vision. I hate the vision. And I'll tell yeah. you why. Okay. Because all his character growth happens yeah. during that vision. Yeah. He has a dream, basically, where he replays the events that we've seen in flashback before. Fair, fair. But now, instead of being from his perspective, uh, before we, we originally saw those flashbacks from his perspective, where yeah, yeah, yeah. his brother's working under the hood of the car, and yeah. he doesn't know what his brother's doing there. And now we're, we're seeing it from this omniscient perspective, where that he can father. see what his brother's actually doing, and he gains this new insight yeah. and goes, oh, I've been blaming my brother for no 100%. reason. Now I understand, and I can reconcile well, with my brother. How is the character growth of the main yeah. character upon 100%. which the entire themes of the movies yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. depends? Well, it's happened in a vision. Yeah. In the same same vein, John Cena's growth, like his turn, it it doesn't happen because Dom fa- confronts him and they have a conversation. It's because Dominic had this this realization off screen, or not off screen, but away from him, and then he just senses it, and he's like, "I guess Dominic's changed." Like. There's no reason for John Cena to turn other than the bad guys betrayed him. That's right. But like, it's just not there. Like, it's like, okay, these pieces are kind of there, but it it makes no sense how it's all connected. Well, also their masculinity kind of gets in the way because every time they have a confrontation where they should be talking things out, it's just culminates in them standing really close to each other and Vin Diesel doing like pursing his lips. It's just like, (laughs) oh, his lips are tight. I think he's mad. Oh wait! Now he's giving me a bro hug. He's yeah, happy, yeah, yeah. and so that is the <laughs> that is the extent of his emotional yeah. range. Other than like you know he yelling or getting a tear in his eye, but as far as communication, yeah. that's what he does. Yeah, I mean they they really messed up 
it's weird. I think the best thing in this movie is the brother dynamic, but it's also the worst thing where I think it's really underutilized. Like John Cena is really good at what he does. Like he's very funny. He's very charismatic and he sucks in this movie. He's so boring. So he's underutilized. Just so underutilized. He's just angry buff guy. And it's like, no, this franchise doesn't need another angry buff guy. They need some guy with a like a twist or a turn or something different about him. And John Cena could have brought it. But in this fucking movie, he's so boring. He was never in this series before. No, this is his first movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And he's a great cast. Like when I heard it, I'm like, sick. Yep. He'll fit he right in. He fits right in. Right in. Well, I mean, it had The Rock for the longest time, didn't yep. they? Yep. So it's just another one. But of his apparently, the, the Rock and Vin Diesel don't get along, so they probably won't be in the same movie as I thought Dwayne Johnson got along with everybody. Doesn't he just know, look like the most infectious smile, nicest guy in the room at all times? I think it's probably. It's, who knows what's I don't going know. on there. I don't know. I don't <laughs> speculate on what <laughs> it's a, like to When be a movie series gets so big, things hot, get hot on yeah. set, probably. Yeah. Probably about demands of money. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they all want $40 million contracts. How many beaters can a single ward- costume designer <laughs> attribute to a wardrobe? <laughs> ben Diesel, I swear, he goes through about a dozen different beaters in this yeah. in this movie. What's funny, it's like he he he's jacked, but like he's not John Cena jacked. But they tried to like make them look comparable, but I'm like, you can't. John Cena's so jacked. John Cena is very inhumanly jacked, chemically jacked. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel is <laughs> more be. like, he probably has dad bod under there, but his arms are just huge. Yeah, his arms. They always showcase his arms. They look good. good They're big him. arms. Good for him. I was thinking, so I I think their efforts to try and tie everything together, we sort of touched a bit on this, is a little dumb. They don't need to do that. I was wondering, what if the Fast and Furious franchise became like the Bond franchise, where like, though there is only one central character there, which makes things a little bit easier, but like, it's almost a little bit of an anthology, and every movie's just different. Just a different set of se- sequences. I mean, it's almost that, but they they keep trying to tie things together really poorly. Yeah, sounds like you're talking about Final Fantasy or Zelda, where it's oh, like yeah. it's in the same universe. Yeah, but yeah. totally. That's what unrelated. they should do. I think they should do that. I think what they were at nine movies now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you can maintain this. realistic. Well, the little boy, that little kid's got to grow up. A new actor. Can you imagine <laughs> they keep it going long enough that he becomes the star? Well, or they just <laughs> reboot it to like fast yeah. forward twenty years and now. Yeah. But then you'd be in the future. Well, that's, I, I don't see them. They're not going to give up on the Vin Diesel timeline until it stops making money. And like this one's already making gangbusters. So like they'll keep making them until people stop seeing them. That being said, the sentiment online is is like you know even among the hardcore, even the, the, the hardcore don't like this one. They all feel like this is a turning point and either they have to return to the original or give up. Uh, do you think this so. is something I'm, I'm anticipating? Like, do you think it makes sense that I like Army of the Dead, but hate this movie? Or do the people who like this movie like Army of the Dead? Because so many people came after me for liking or at least thinking Army of the Dead was yeah. watchable. Whereas hmm. this, I'm just, I think this is trash, but I think they're so clearly different and it's one is so, so much yeah, worse I, than the other. I, I think it's a different kind of bad. Like this to me was, I enjoyed this more than Army of the Dead because I thought this had a sense of fun, but it was undercut by its all its stupidity and terrible choices. But I think it it moves better, and it's I, I think a movie that's aware of its fun and trying to guide you into fun is better than a movie that's trying to take itself super seriously to me. Uh, but I, I I don't know. It's I I don't know if people will feel okay about <laughs> what you think. I, I don't like for me this had a cringe level whenever they're not fighting on the road and they're actually just trying to have human moments. I was just always <laughs> laughing at them, not with them, but at them, because I was just like, Michelle Rodriguez, you have one face. All she does is scowl. Yeah, she just scowls at you because she's so hard. Yeah, and then then that's all Vin Diesel does too. And just everybody was like that. And then they've got the, the um, who's the character who's like the hacker? 
Oh, Nat- Natalie Emmanuel, but I can't remember her name. It's just like, okay, she's the same as everybody else, but she has an English accent, so therefore yeah. she's technical. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it looks like a parody. Yeah. You know when you watch like yeah, an excerpt, you, you, you watch sure. like an excerpt of like a Bollywood movie, yep. and you're like, ho, 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 they're like decades behind Hollywood movies over in India. They're, they don't even realize how cheesy they are. And then I watched this, and I was like, this is the same. Yeah. Th- like, this is... If well, any, think, any other culture yeah. watched this movie, they'd be like, wow, what the go- fuck are they doing going, over there? They're going for that. I think they've just lost control by, like, blowing that, like, crazy backwards movie making out of control. Yeah, just out of proportion. And, like, it's just frustrating because I think there's, like, there's... You could retool this movie to be okay, but they just get such weird things wrong. Like, speaking of Natalie Emmanuel, that scene when she's got to learn to drive on the fly... She's wearing sunglasses the entire time, and she's fucking emoting, but you can't see you know shit. I think there must have been a reason for those sunglasses because there's, it's just not good. It's totally. like how do you you can't see what she's fucking. She must have doing. had a bruise because of, uh, they did an action sequence oh. where she got hit in the face accidentally. Or there must have. There must. Or there be. must have been because they are cute sunglasses, but like what the fuck? No, <laughs> it's so, not a good choice. It was a terrible choice, and it just removes any involvement I have of her because I can't see your eyes. You, you connect to people through their eyes. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? I was just <laughs> couldn't believe that she would have figured out a manual transmission that quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, all, it's so in easy. A, in a van, no less. Yeah, with a magnetic with pole. Some magnetic... I mean, yeah, she's chasing a professional driver in a sports car. Yeah. Or unless, she, or maybe it's auto she's chasing. She's the no, chasing... no, she ends up chasing Jacob as well. Oh, I see. And I was, he gets in a... I'm like, how are you... In a, no. uh, the... I guess it's the Toyota GT. You have no acceleration. Like, how are you possibly? I mean, that that Toyota wasn't isn't the fastest car in the world, but it would have been. It's a delivery truck. Yeah, it's, it's a super. Too. It's a super delivery. But we're still though. The magnet was able to grab the car through a cafe. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I, like imploding the van. It was it, the, it, the magnets are in. Wouldn't yeah. it just pull the van? I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. very selective what it decides oh, to yeah. pull. Physicists, let us know. And the yeah. movie has the fucking gall to be like, the science hasn't figured out. No, the fucking science doesn't have it figured out. The science has none of this figured out. This is magic. I was so upset with like, yo, the numbers don't lie. I'm like, fuck you. Numbers are lying everywhere, left, right, and center. Well, I like. I actually like that they are flying in the face of their own movie. Like when you know, like Tyree's saying that they're invincible, and like when they're in space, they're like. Started in the ghetto, now we're in space. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's awesome. That's because I figured funny. out when I was watching this, I was like, I get that you're niche now. I understand it. It's like David loves watching James Bond, but when we're watching James Bond, you like that you're watching this iconic character who's yeah. he's otherworldly. You know, he can he kicks so much ass, he can do backflips, and he can get with any woman and blah blah blah. He's sure, all sure. these gadgets. But that's not who I am. I don't see myself in this mm. James Bond movie. But when you're watching Fast Nine, it's the same global stakes and crazy weapons. Except it's two guys from the hood are in space now. Yep. It's like family, Christian values. Yeah. There's crosses everywhere in the movie, yeah. you know? Be the bigger man. It's like <sighs> it's like Trailer Park meets espionage. Boom. And then Middle America loves man, it. Man, what a missed opportunity for a joke, though. Like, uh, Vin Diesel should have been like, like to John Cena at some point, be the bigger man. John Cena should have been, I am. <laughs> 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 what, a, what a missed opportunity. I, I'm furious at this movie. And I want it to be fast and over. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Is it growing? Like every, every time I'm reminded of something, like looking at this, you know, synopsis yeah. here, I'm just, I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah. How the fuck did they justify a two and a half hour runtime? Oh, when I saw fuck? that ahead of the movie, I was like, 
Really? No, come on, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Too, yeah. They easily could have cut a half hour out of this. Easily. And there's so much An just hour. like non-scenes. An hour, yeah. <laughs> An hour. The amount of, like, you cut the flashbacks into, like, you change it from 10 flashbacks to, like, three. You could have told that story so much more efficiently, especially because, like, the emotional impact of the younger characters, like, it's, they're so different looking than the modern characters that my brain can't connect them. Like, that's not that's young true. Vin Was Diesel. anyone confused? Yeah. Because, or maybe just because I didn't know. It took me it a while, to, confusing at the beginning, me a while yes. to even yeah. know, like, oh, Dom is Vin yeah. Diesel. They they but, said yeah. that a couple times in the, like, his dad is like, hey, Dom. And, like, I think he says Dom three times in their conversation, and that's the only reason why. But why the fuck did they cast these people? Like, the John Cena one looks a little bit like him, except somehow he grew two feet in his 20s. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the Vin Diesel character, what the fuck were they thinking? Is that what Vin Diesel thinks of himself? Is that what he thinks he looks he like? He didn't look like even the <laughs> like, same heritage to me. Yeah, like, it was so weird. But uh, I, I also thought there was some kind of like, you look like a deep fake. Do you guys know? Was there any digital I don't think no, so. things no. happening? Because that's no. what I would have expected yeah, is that yeah. they would have Vin Diesel onto his face. Because no. when I first saw the John Cena one, I was like, Oh, that looks kind of smeary and deep fakey, but maybe it's just like the flashback lens yeah, they're using. I, so. I don't know. It just looked awful. I wonder if they had I, a plan to deep fake, maybe, but they just like couldn't pull it off. Well, they if they can, they did it before with Paul Walker to the great effect. That's true, but it was Paul Walker's brother. Yeah, uh, and so they didn't have to go too far, and I'm guessing that makes it a little bit easier. So I wondered. That's why I was wondering. Maybe they just took actors who they thought were like eh, plausible, and then yeah. they did a little bit of deep faking or a mix. But I, I think they deep faked Paul Walker because. Paul Walker was dead and everyone needed to see his face again. Well, and the, yeah, they just hadn't shot all the scenes. There wouldn't have been a reason yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah. Well, what this is like, this is like different gener like yeah. different. Yeah. Also, young, Vin the young Dom was like the same age as Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was 30. <laughs> oh. I was, <laughs> he was not like 19. <laughs> I, w I had totally forgotten that they didn't kill off Paul Walker's character. They like let him retire. Yeah, that and was like, yeah, that was weird. At the and end, like, like keep, they keep referencing him and I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. he's in, with Brian. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> right, that's the end of the the last scene. He shows up, right? Yeah, in his yeah, car. You don't Luke's see car him. Shows up. Yeah, but it's just like I think they should have. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh -huh. weird. They make some weird choices. They they like somehow have a negative death count of main characters yes, in this yes. movie. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was on? just noticed. I said the Fast franchise is full of resurrections from flaming flipped cars. Yeah. Why? They retconned the Tokyo Drift death with yeah. Mister Nobody was there. Yeah, they've already retconned Michelle Rodriguez's death. Uh, and like these are early retcon, like yeah. like because like I remember seeing Han and I remember people talking about it and the, yeah they moved them they keep hitting this microphone I'm so sorry listeners, um, let me adjust it they keep like they yeah they moved Tokyo Drift into the future yeah so that they could bring Han back I don't know why I'm still confused about that um and and then they still brought him back from the dead still yeah I don't. <laughs> They're, like I said, I think they're just a bit of a directionless ship where they're just following what the fans want, but that's really not, it doesn't work long term. Like it, can, it can work for a little bit. are they following what the actors want? That's probably true mm. as well. I'm sure Vin Diesel has a lot of pull. Or are they following what international Mark? China money wants? Ah. Also probably true. Hmm. This movie, yeah, it made like, I think like 80 million in North America this weekend and like. 300 million worldwide so it's like the balance is like bonkers maybe it's 200 million but it's like i think it's over 300 million total and by far and away most of the money came from international markets that's the way it should be now yeah interesting ah oh, man how are these guys in a family i don't understand the and how is I mean, he race doesn't matter how is he a family man and he's never mentioned his fucking brother 
Okay, what the so fuck? I was thinking about this. Yes. Okay. So I actually rewatched the scene after watching this movie when I was home. I rewatched the scene where Dom describes what happened to his dad in the first movie. I don't. And know. I was like, oh, okay. So they did. They because I was. I remembered. I just watched it and seeing the beginning. I keep hitting this microphone. I'm sorry, listeners. I keep um, they uh, the scene at the beginning of of Fast Nine. I was like, oh, well, yeah, they're talking about this this whole thing. And then the, I could understand, I guess, Dom not mentioning his brother to. You know, like I maybe even you know people who have family issues, right? Like they, there's the one sibling, but usually the people reference it. Yeah, I have a brother, but we don't talk about him. Yeah. Like usually they'll mention it, but this was like unmentioned. Yeah. Well, would have been, been unmentioned a, years ago. Yeah, you've been a crew for twenty years. Like you think At someone would have come out? Said it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So also, Michelle Rodriguez is with Dom, right? They're living together in the woods. Like they're together. They have zero sexual tension, whereas everyone else in this entire movie. No, but they like, were date. They're dating. They don't feel been like it. They, they kiss. A, they kiss like at it. one point. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel because they like they should. Because be. I don't remember uh, anything, right? So the, yeah. it shows up. I'm like, oh, it looks like they're a couple. It looks like that's their kid. And then we, then we find out like this is the guy that killed your baby mommy's daddy mommy. And like so, the kid had another mother. Who who is the mom? I don't. Remember. I know. I was very confused about She's that. She's dead. Yeah. Who was? Okay. Must, it must have happened two uh, movies ago or something yeah. like recent, or the last uh, movie. What's the kid's Brian? Little Brian. Brian. Little Brian. Little, little, little B. Don't, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Yeah, it's. I hate. I hate too that this series. Every single beginning of every movie is like, <laughs> there. I'm in retirement. I'm not gonna do a mission. Yeah. Oh, I gotta do this mission. <laughs> I'm gotta, too old for this shit. It was even at the beginning shit. of this movie yeah. too. Cause, yeah. Because Letty decides to go, and it's this whole dra dramatic like. Like she's going, but he's staying. Like yeah. wow! And then he goes. Yeah. And then yeah. And Why? then there's no. I was like, what's the point? Yeah. The, the drama before is now worthless. I guess he got a babysitter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. And I, I liked the pacing. I'll give this movie that pacing was good. It's yeah. it's within like two minutes. It's like they show up at the house. Like here I am. This is how I live now. Thirty yeah. seconds go by. Boom. And someone's like interjecting into my lifestyle. 30 seconds later, this is the mission. Do you want it? Yes or no? Yeah. And we just got right to it. There's That's a fair. few mo few scenes where they're just like, exposition dump. Here's like a screen yeah. with a guy on it and a digital map, and this is our mission. Yep. It, but it just sets up the next like hour of action. So it's yeah. very efficient that way. But there's some really clunky exposition scenes, like when John Cena is meeting Cypher, like Charlene Theron's character for the first time, and she like does the read of him just so she can tell the audience exactly what's going on in his life. And you're just like, okay, so yeah. Who is she? She's, she's in another Cypher. movie? She's the villain in Eight. Um, yeah. And she turns... Oh, one I haven't seen. She basically blackmails or like controls Dominic Toretto, so it makes him like the henchman. Uh, and then by the end of the movie, he turns good. But she's like, I guess, the big baddie currently. Uh, I found this movie very confusing. Great haircut. Oh, God, she looks like Doofus Rick. Did I like it? <laughs> I thought it was good. No, I like it. My, I little, hate it. my little sister it was, it was, was hating on it. It was a great villain haircut. She just looks like a tool. Just, That's the point. I guess she has to be hateable. Yeah. yeah. Think, uh, what do you think of her acting? Do you think it's like yeah. melodramatic, or do you think it's awesome? I don't know. It villain. Just, it's it's. What are you? You're playing a villain. How should I play a villain? Exactly like that. It's hard. Yeah. I think that the actors to me feel like they bring different amounts of energy to their roles and it felt like Charlize Theron was like a little bit out of tune with the rest of the movie but that's the mm. movie's out of tune with itself so I guess what do I know so that's an error in direction then I think so I think like it just doesn't feel like everyone's kind of like acting on the same plane like not in terms of skill but just in terms of like tone tone yeah yeah so she does like all these like little squints and stuff like that and I'm kind of like this kind of over the top I don't know if that's like a melodramatic or like a like a hack actor kind of thing to do 
Well, she's but a she's great not actor. a hack. She's yeah. a great actor. Exactly. So then I'm thinking out on this like next level where I'm like, she's actually just manipulating this doofus auto <laughs> and that would totally work on him. Fair. So I, think I don't know if it's genius. on. The, I don't think it's on that level. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just found this movie confusing because it has three villains, and then one of them is just like pushed to the side and raised, and then one that was kind of in the background is like, "Haha, I'm the ultimate villain," and then immediately dispatched. And the other one is like, "I guess I'm a good night guy now." It just feels so like middle of a story, and maybe that's their plan. Maybe they do have a vision for the next movie how they're going to use Cipher and make her a bigger threat. But it just makes this movie feel so pointless. I think it actually, you could have predicted from the very beginning, as soon as she's introduced, how this movie's going to go. Fair. Because you know, all right, that's my brother. This whole franchise is about family. I'm going to reconcile with him. For sure. For and sure, then yeah. we're going to have to have something we face yeah. together, and that's going to be the big bad. But like, couldn't you? Wow, that's just what I would hope for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just find it. I was hoping this was going the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I I just found the scene when she's out because Otto let her out. It's like, okay, why? Like, why didn't we see her manipulate him to get her out? Like, that seems like it could be an interesting thing in a way oh, to characterize her villain. Like, oh, she should have killed him. Yeah. She should have, like, like, went in for a kiss and yeah. stabbed him. Like, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Like, make her more of a threat. Because uh, Otto just is a waste of my fucking time. Like, he does, he adds nothing to this except the backdrop in London at that party, which well, is, like, well, not the global, even that cool. He's, he's the global stakes aspect of it where, like, this is political now. Like, this, yeah, this but she, dictator. But she could be that, too. Like, she she's, like, a super hacker. And, like, when she was the villain, it was the exact same stakes, like, world domination. Uh, yeah. And so they don't need this rich, spoiled kid who literally yeah, accomplishes just tell her she was, like, an earlier Ethereum person or something, yeah. you know? She or got like, on, or the pre, <laughs> on the pre-mine. Yeah, or just, like, have Otto for, like, two scenes and have her dispatch of him take his resources and, like, that creates a, her as a bigger threat. It's just... Or, or kill Otto or have his dad swoop in and be like, okay, you don't know how to be a villain. I'll show you how his to be a villain. His dad's Mr. Nobody? Yeah, some shit like that. It's like, I don't know. I like, you know what worked on me is when they defeated her and it turned out she was just in a remote yeah. drone thing. I, actually, I was, I was yeah, like, oh. That was really yeah. funny. But what doesn't work for me is how she just kind of power walks out of frame yeah. and like, oh, we haven't seen the last of her. Yeah, I, I wish the, the mid-cream or the, what do you call it? Like the post-roll kind of credit yeah. scene involved her. Yeah. Yeah, I wish a lot of things about this movie. Instead, it just showed this other character I didn't know, Jason Statham. Oh, the transporter's here. Yeah. It's kind of fun. That's my, I guess. That's my fault. Like, having, a per, having a person inside the bag, I guess, is like good. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's just such a monster. Haha. <laughs> that was a decent scene. Yeah. I thought. I've got one more thing just for the car, car folks. So, uh, <laughs> and then one of the flashbacks. Oh, my gosh. It was, I think it was during the vision. Uh, they go back in time and. Uh, Dom's dad, what's his name, was t explaining to them about the 1970 Dodge Charger and explicitly said the 1970 Dodge Charger will last forever if you maintain oh, it. Oh, yeah. Which is not true. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, don't I mean, think but, so. But how That's not what true. he was saying. But is it like, is that car notoriously bad? Well, all 70s American cars are notoriously bad for. It was the start of the Malays era. Mm. Yeah. Um, but but the, the, I mean, the Charger was the last in the height of the muscle car era. But they weren't made well. But would that have character? Would that character have thought that? And their you know, his own like uh, American bravado. That's a good question. I, it's there's there is a there's a tacit acknowledgement of the uh, uh, fragility of a classic car. Doesn't matter where it's from, to be honest. Yeah. I just the idea that in the eighties you would be saying that this car is going to last forever is a little yeah a little funny. Yeah. What do you me. think about the to me? I was expecting, okay, this is a car person's movie, so there's going to be a bunch of car stuff going on, kind of like mm. Gone in 60 Seconds, you know, that scene with the when they're listening just to the engine noises. It's an audio oh, tape of, yeah. a, of a race, and they're describing what's happening just by the sound. 
I watched that. I'm like, okay, car people shit. Um, that's not even in this movie. They're, they're, I didn't even see this as a car person's movie, other than yeah. like, that's a really cool. It's become Chevy. less and less yeah. each every each movie yeah. since the fourth one. It's car people is huge, but it's still too niche for what they're going for. They're going for the like the catch all movie that like, everyone can watch. In my recaps, they were like explicit in, the, in t- looking at like the production of the fourth and the fifth and the sixth one. They were talking about how oh we want to move away from appealing to car culture and want to make something with broader appeal. Blah blah blah. Um, which I mean, I guess worked financially speaking. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I wonder if Comcast had something to do with it because Comcast did buy oh. Universal around the same time. Um, so they wanted to make it more valuable, perhaps. So anyway, but um, yeah. So they were always. It was like it was. It was clearly acknowledged that they were going away from mm-hmm. car culture even years, ten years ago, eleven years ago. Um, does that make me happy? Well, they ruined car culture to begin with. So, yeah. Maybe so, it's better. They. So I don't know if I cared. In many, in many ways, that was when I first started watching the Fast franchise. So I guess it worked in yep. a sense because that was they got my money back in two thousand nine. Uh, weirdly, it's so funny to me from a car perspective too, watching the films, especially as as it's been evolving. Because it started very much with this sort of like tuner kind of culture, which was mostly Japanese vehicles being kind of modified. There was the one muscle car in the first movie, but. Dom explicitly says scares the shit out of me because, you know, he saw his dad die in a stock car. So like so like there was this sort of like reverence to muscle cars in the first movie, but but it was it was sort of to the side. And and then they doubled down and like the only cars that the characters drive essentially now are muscle cars, except for Paul Walker's character, but he's he's sort of not <laughs> well, Leto has a motorcycle for a bit. Well, That's it's, right. it's interesting to me that now they've they've mostly moved away from like modified cars because it's you can it's a lot easier to get sponsor money well, when you're showing a supercar. Like the that Acura in this movie, he, that Acura supercar is like, well, clearly they oh, got some yeah. money for this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of product placement in this Ooh, movie. Yeah, the amount yeah. of Coronas, Coronas with no limes. That's a sin. That's illegal. Dad is <laughs> just holding it with where, the label just directly yeah, at camera. Uh, where Dom gets handed a Corona. Holds it, puts it down, and leaves. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even take a. S- <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to be like, normally I'd love this, but uh, and then well, they go to a right barbecue. No, the but final. Coronas are from the first movie. In oh. fact, when they because I watched this recently, where they had the house party. Uh, uh, Paul Walker's character, Brian, Brian, right? Uh, what a lame <laughs> name. Brian comes yeah. in and they're like, "Yeah, we only drink Coronas." Hey, come here. on! There's lots of Brian's in our audience, you know. I'm sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian's. <laughs> Your name's John. <laughs> My name is Jonathan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many Jonathans do you know? Well, there's uh, a ton in this there's like, yeah, Everyone yeah. named John is Jonathan. I know a couple John just John. and Jonathan are different names. This is something I've been dealing with my entire life. Yep. John and Jonathan are completely different names, <laughs> and it is uh, ugh, so irritating when I'm like, my name's Jonathan. And they're like, yeah, John. Nope. No, that's not my name. Yep. But you go by Jono. Jono is a modification that came from middle school. No. Yeah. Um, but Jono is spelled J-O-N-O, not J-O-H-N-O. Yeah, there's no H. Well, there is an H, but... So John is with an H. Jonathan no. usually doesn't have John Martin goes by J-O-N. I don't know, John. So. <laughs> Illegal. But his, his he's doing it wrong, essentially. So at the party scene, at the end of the movie, they also there's a corona appearance there, and they're all in this giant ice bucket, like, stanced. It just, like... Like a professional set them up. To. Well, it's exactly what it is. Well, it's what happened. Yeah, it's literally bucket? what happened on the table. Is like yeah, there's a big yeah. like. What do you call uh, it? like a wash basin? Like yeah. a. That was very effective product placement. I definitely didn't notice it. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, I did want a Corona after as long ago. Oh. <laughs> I want to say there's one thing in this movie that I, that I was gonna write as a huge negative, but then it worked for me in the last second. It's uh 
when John Cena returns, my mental note was like this whole brother relationship is dumb and it's underdeveloped and like it just like is not going to make sense. But when he does return, I like my heart was like, oh, that's nice. I don't even remember it. It's just like he he <laughs> like the, the moments lost or like the, the day is lost. And then all of a sudden he like swoops around the corner. Oh, no, no. He jumps onto the car and then goes into the thing. Anyways, they oh, yeah. and him. We have a look and I felt it. I actually felt something. And I was like, oh, maybe they're doing something a little bit more than I realized. I just thought it was so like like you, you said, like that masculine energy of just like <laughs> heads butting. And it doesn't really feel like it's going anywhere or they're developing it in any meaningful way. But at that moment, felt something for the first time in the entire movie. That's nice. Yeah. Lucky you. I, I like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of other moments where I was like, cool. Uh, I like when the magnets on the back of the orange car made it at like a trailer to the yeah, big tank and they dragged cool. it. That, I was like, okay, that that's cool. Really and then cool. they later got back into it and drove it away. Yep. I was like, yeah, sweet. That was pretty cool. It's like a port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like overall there's cool moments in the action. Like I, I think it's cool when they're driving through town and just cars are like getting ripped into the center of the road. Like, that just looks cool. And, like, a lot of it was done practically. And I'm like, sad about all those cars. Fair enough. But, like, it's just, like, that's the stuff that I like in action movies where I'm like, that's cool. Uh, stuff that, like, just can't happen any other way. And I think the movie, like, delivers that stuff a little bit. Uh, like, just kind of cool stuff. At what point did Letty become, like, a martial artist? She's, like, in Japan, like, kicking ass. Well, they There's, all like, are. That, oh, that yeah, one that scene. fight scene, yeah. Like, she's like Black Widow. Yeah. Superhumans, just, but yeah. What were they, I feel like earlier... Did they get anything when they went to... Oh, yeah, they got the... That's girls. when they meet the key. Yeah. But, like, in and earlier movies, back. she would have just been, like, you know, she's this kind of, like, hard Latino woman who can like throw a punch. You know, she's, like, uh, maybe she's 5'5", five five, but she's punching she, a guy who's 6'2". In, in f- when she dies, she comes back as, like, the the person for, like, the ultimate villain. So maybe in that time, she got, like, brainwashed and trained or something. If she was... What one was that? X, no, five? Isn't she, I think she came back in five. Yeah. But that's, that whole section is a blur. Uh, and I haven't rewatched those ones because I, I got to four before I watched this one. So I, there's a gap in my remembrance. Um, but I thought she was, I was reading she had amnesia though. Yeah. But I think like when they programmed her, like brought her back, maybe they implanted, her implanted. This is a Kung crazy extended universe. It's so weird. Yeah. It's the FFCU is, FFCU. is vast. But it's not. It is city. Yeah. It's so weird how it's so wild, but it's not wild enough. Like, I want it to be crazier and weirder. What? I want it to be weirder. How? Well, it's very, I want them to be superheroes. I, I hear what you're saying. But yeah. they are. They, it's like, it's but, almost like a distinction without a difference. Is it not? No, well, it's a, it's safe. Yeah. It's safe. It's not wacky. Yeah. It's like, if they had been like, you We know are what? immortal. Yeah, you are. Like, here, here, shoot me with a gun. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, he yeah. like flies away or something oh, then it would that so would have been like wow, wacky <laughs> oh that was so good yeah but i get why they don't want don't feel safe doing that but that is the direction i need them to go because like this this franchise reminds me a lot of saints row where like uh the uh. first saints row is like a gta clone <laughs> and the second one was kind of like a little bit developed on that but then by like the fourth game they've entered the matrix and aliens have invaded and they're all superheroes and it's like i needed to go that yeah. far yeah instead of like being has having the powers of those things but being still tied to our reality it's so far from our reality just give up on it just go there just get it (laughs) (laughs) just want that yeah yeah i agree (laughs) that's the only way i can tolerate this yeah no more cars yeah forget the cars you're even getting cars to begin with anyway they're in manhattan next movie it's walkable yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> they all need ironic powers. Like uh, Vin Diesel is the super fast one, so he doesn't need a car, but he just loves cars, so it makes him so sad. <laughs> yeah, he like <laughs> he talks slow, but he <laughs> he moves fast. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? I don't know oh. what else. Brian can come back from the dead. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, wait, who's dead? Who's who is dead who could come back? I'm trying to think of the franchise. Who's who's died who could come uh, back? Gal Gadot's character could has, could yeah. come back. That's that's the fan theory is that she'll be back. Yeah, I mean of like course, of they've set up will. the rules that like death means nothing in this universe. So she was previously in, Hans, a, in another movie. Girlfriend, I thought. So that would have been in six? Mm-hmm. She was Hans, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, Hans back. Yeah. Is that pre Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah. Uh the yes, yeah, it was pre Wonder Woman. She, oh, okay. she was in the she was in the fourth one. Yeah. And that's uh, right. the mother of little Brian, she's dead. That's, I don't know who she is. I don't know who to see. I think her. it's Elena is her name. I was I don't looking at her the, at all. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, she must have beautiful hair. It's a nice looking boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? After you become a father, you just like look at other kids. You're like, hmm, where'd you get that hair? Where'd like, you get that? <laughs> why are you so pretty? Oh, you got blue eyes. Wow. No. Nah. <laughs> um, I'm so lost. I was so lost. I'm just lost in this series. It's, it's just. It's it's so. Do you want them to make more? No. Will you watch them? Probably have to somehow. Like I'll have a friend. Like, oh, we're watching it, and I'll have to go. But, yeah. to but why would you? Because I thought you were watching because you're a car person. But if that's not even part of the series anymore, then why? I like I'm saying I would only go because like my friends are going, and I have to be social. Okay. And maintain friendships. Do you think it is ethical? They're my family. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it like Vin Diesel, though. Family. Family. You think family. that it would be unethical to? Using modern day technology, bring back Paul Walker's character Brian. You you know they can just fully CG yes. him. Don't don't oh the, don't the do it, two don't billion do dollar movie. I, I don't think though. I think people. <laughs> I think people would be upset. I think people will like. They did such a good job sending him off into the sunset um, that I think toying with it. I think will. But they're tarnish. toying with it in this movie. But they don't. Oh, but right, they don't show Brian. him. He's a good. He's I think a good that's babysitter. A, that's okay. Oh, I think it's weird. Car shows up. I think they should have. Like killed him. That should have yeah. been like the send off. But yeah. I, I think that if they fully bring him back, people will be mad. I think people will be like, "This is too much." You know what? I bet that his car showing up in the, in the movie is their way of pulling the audience. Oh, they're starting the conversation. They're gonna look online to see yep. the people argument yep. argue. Oh, I hope he th- does. That mean he's in the next movie? They better not freaking do that. And then they'll know whether or not they should. That's so fair. what do we think they should do? Like, what is the outcome we want? And what should we now be saying in this podcast that they're listening to, obviously? Okay, well, I think um, because I don't care uh-huh. about them having another movie, and but I do care about a precedent being set, uh-huh. I think they should not. Yeah, okay. I think they absolutely should not. Not just for the sake of, like, Paul Walker and his family, but for their own sake. Like, well, I they think- would have the consent of his of his uh, state, for sure. Yeah, but... The consent of like, his estate. Well, yeah, well it is his estate. Yeah, they, they, they would have to. They wouldn't be allowed to, I'm sure, without. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, wouldn't it be so weird to see your family on the screen post-mortem, like, acting, in a, and you know it's not them? I don't know. It's weird for that level. So you're just I, talking it, about, like, when family members would watch the movie? Yeah. If they would watch yeah. the movie? And I think, I think the audience would... You're making decisions based on, like, five people compared <laughs> yeah. to a million? Well, I think they're, in this case, they're more important than the five million. But I think that the five million would turn against it, too. Like, I think that we're primed as an internet it. culture Do it. To... Wait, you're into it? Sure. Really? I'm not. I'm not into it at all. I, I don't want to cut you off. You're pri- we're primed as an culture. I think it's an internet culture to create momentum behind a thing and i think that's the kind of thing that the internet would jump behind and be like absolutely not do not bring back paul walker and make it and a you big, think that's the right decision to not bring him back okay yes. and 
You, are you serious that you think... I'm just stirring the pot as well. Oh. <laughs> but what do you really do? I would love to see what would happen. It'd be so it would be fucking... And I mean, if it means yeah. the series is over and we can have a new series, I'd be happy yeah. about that. I think what they should do is let this part of the franchise sit for like five years and like reboot with like maybe the, the kid character no, growing up or something No, I think they already have another different. movie on the way. Yeah, there's 10 and 11 are in production. I don't want them to do any posthumous VFX stuff with the faces because... I think it, it could be bad. bad. I think it could look flawless, but I think it no. The Uncanny Valley is a, is is large and deep. True, <laughs> but let's say it's it's flawless. I think it's a bad precedent because I think it like stifles innovation. Yeah, you know yeah, how we've just, we've it's had those true, decades yeah. now of like reboot this old movie from your childhood. Yeah, make a sequel to that or a prequel to that. It's like no, no. just make some new IP. God damn it. But that being said, like Fast and Franchise is not that uh, even if they don't bring him back like they're just no but it would set a precedent and then other movies would be like back? oh you know we should do point break again well they already yeah. did point break again no, that, yeah, what yeah, ended yeah. up is they bring back all, long dead yeah. actors that yeah. everybody wants to see more movies James yeah. Dean's exactly. they've talked stuff. about James Dean I know and that's bad that's bad for working actors today yeah. and all that does is just push more burden on technology and VFX studios that's interesting instead of but that's that's so much cheaper people. than paying those real people because like one Vin Diesel costs like a hundred VFX people for two yeah, years yeah it's cheaper and you know what you get out of it a shittier culture yeah, a I cheaper agree. culture you get what you pay for yeah apparently now the there's AI advanced enough that it can do voice acting for video games and apparently that's becoming a big thing where voice actors are like, we're, we're like, what are we supposed to do about this? And it's apparently it's almost imperceptible, but I don't think that's good for the culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not good for the economy either. Mm. It's well, it just break them up. It just yeah. causes more like, uh, you know, stratigraphy and yeah, just economic disparity. You know, Great. the rich get richer. No. <laughs> the middle class is gone. Yeah, middle class is yeah. We're, let's do some useless. Let's do some hit pit nitpicks. Go oh. for it. Uh, how long was that plane burning in the jungle for? Because it looks like those fires are very fresh. It was weird to me that it was still smoldering in the way it was. It looked like it had just crashed oh, yeah, like that's right. 10 minutes ago, but it's like it's it had been so there for a day true. or two. Well, the afternoon sun hits it. It catches fire. Especially <laughs> that the afternoon does, that sun is a we've fire been thing. experiencing. Okay. okay. That is a fire thing because I used to be a wildfire fighter, and that can happen. You can have smoldering wood and then the afternoon sun usually a lot of fire activity would happen at the end of your shift like oh. five o'clock the sun comes out it's been drying drying throughout the day and then boom it can just kind of ignite again but i don't know about wreckage yeah I well don't know. I mean, and the humidity they're in the jungle i don't know maybe i need to take away that uh nitpick also it was like near some weird structure like it crashed conveniently yeah. near some f yeah. fortress yeah Temple? also that militia uh they just Fire at everyone. Yeah, I guess. shoot first. Yeah, well, I was like, Whoa. and then like doggedly chase you. Yeah, I was like, a, they probably won't rock up, guns blazing, and b, they're not gonna chase you in a minefield. They're like, oh, pff, screw those yeah. gringos. They're whatever, <laughs> going yeah. to lunch. The uh, the other nitpick I have is, uh, cars aren't cushioned, and you can't catch people with them without killing them. <laughs> the amount of times <laughs> that cars are like swinging around and then someone land on the hood and they make it seem like they've been cradled. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like, uh, no, <laughs> that's that sort of a so trope dead. though in this series fair, is fair. catching folks with cars. I feel like it was even in the first films. Like, and the I mean, the heists in the, the first film was, were a lot tamer, so yeah. to speak, but they were like going up to a truck and then they were, you know, near the truck and then trying to save the person who's dangling on the truck with the other car. So it's like, it clearly they just built it more and more yeah. and more and more and more. Um, but yes, you're right. I mean, like I guess there is a little bit of an imp like I don't, if you can push your roof in on your yeah, a you little get a bit. little bit of, uh, but it's always like, but it's also just also 
working out the jump. <laughs> and like, oh, you know what? It was actually. I'm just thinking. I would love this series if they just if they said, you know what? Very little VFX. We're gonna be this series that's just as dumb and fun, yep. but it's gonna be like Mad Max Fury Road. Like, you know Tarantino's Death Proof, yep. where the lady is on the hood of the car, like, holding on to those belt straps, and they're just, like, going for a rip, and then it, then they end up getting some trouble, and it's just mm -hmm. a crazy car chase? That, like, if I knew when I was watching this, whoa, they actually got a driver who can do that? Yep. Like, when he does that drift and picks that thing up off the ground, they got a, a driver who can really do that? Cool. I'm not into cars, but I can That's respect cool. that looks really hard. If they just no. had that. But, I mean, there's a reason why Mission Impossible is such a prestigious franchise. Is that It is that. It's... The story is like, okay, it's serviceable, it's fine, but it's like a vehicle for incredible stunts that are like really happening. And it feels like that's the only place in cinema where like they're really focused on giving you that movie going experience. Everywhere else they're like, bigger is better, more is more, but it's like, no, like real is real. And that's what matters. Like I don't give a fuck mm. if a CG character can fly through the sky, like dodge 16 bullets, land through a car. Like, I don't care about that stuff. I want yes. a human being to do that shit. Yeah. I feel like the, the bones and origin of this franchise was that. Because I yeah. when that sports car went under the semi-truck, yeah. I was like, that is a low-ass car. I just need to make something abundantly clear. We know where that stunt first happened. You tell mm. us. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> that was a twist answer. Yeah. yeah? Really? Yeah. That's yeah, true. In the, in the opening scene of that movie, there's a whole thing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a whole thing. And yeah, he merges underneath the logging truck. And then the, the, they're stuck under there. And they really did it? They really did yeah. it. Well, I mean, they may have... They it's, did it practically, I think, yeah. in, the, in the longer shots. They didn't have the kids in there and stuff. No, no. no, no. <laughs> no but they like then they yeah. mimicked it when they were underneath. Super <laughs> tangential. But that uh, that movie makes me really uncomfortable. Like his... Which his, movie? Uh, Christmas Vacation. Like oh. uh, Clark Griswold, his, the way he like reacts on the road, I'm like, this guy needs help. Like that is yeah, not actually, okay. It's one of the movies that this year I was like, you know, it's a classic. I've never seen it. Let's put it on. And within like 15 Whoa. minutes, I'm like, oh, this is awful. It gets better. Like once it becomes more about the, the weird family Christmas stuff. But like, yeah, that first scene is fucking weird. I'm like, this man. is just abuse. Yeah, Get it's out of here. fucked up. <laughs> I put on airplane the other day. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> no. <laughs> you're just, so you weren't tuned at the right frequency. Because it's like, I get it. It's it's not a modern movie, You but you have to go into it. But like if you arrive at the, the frequency it's working at, it's genius. Okay. Mm -hmm. My last nitpick is uh, we kind of talked about it, but like, where the fuck did Cardi B come from? Like, who did who did auto call? Why did she have a fake Interpol van? Is she Interpol? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck was going on in that entire scene? I don't know. I, they were at the so party, confused. populated complete with hot babes. So I just yeah. figured, like, the, oh, my payroll. I'm so cool. They're not just models. Some of them can put all those extensions under a helmet. Oh, do you think they were there? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, he, if he called Interpol, he called his friends at Interpol. So did did they intercept the call? Did they know? Like, what? And it's just like, oh, there was, there was lots of stuff in this movie that happened. It's a writing cop-out. Yeah, and it's it, it was hard, like, audience, because we were watching it in the movie theater. We didn't have a notepad or anything to write. So there, I noticed a couple things like that where I'm like, how, why did that just happen? But that was a big one to me. Like, how did they know? Well, how did they back to stakes removal. The They're like, there's this, there's these, like, all these moments in the movie where like stakes are up and yeah, yeah it's like a mini it's mini Deus Ex Machina. Totally, they get arrested, but then yeah. something completely unearned saves them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly what it felt like. It was just like, yep, something random and unearned. Like that's why I thought it was a cameo from a previous character. I don't it, think she is. That, oh, I know. I'm, like, I'm looking. Okay. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she is she from previous movies? 
according to Wikipedia, film appearances only F9, uh, which is the one we're yep. talking about, uh, is Laza is an old acquaintance of Dom. In the past, she used to be a thief stealing car parts and gas tanks until Dom helped her improve her financial condition. She's the sister of Kara, Han's former love interest during Dominic Toretto's cruise in the Dominican Republic. Oh. So related to oh, another yeah, right. character. She says something about that. Uh, I, can is, barely, I barely understood what she was saying. This is just in the lore. <laughs> in the comics. But it's not, yeah, it's, it's not like It's a cameo novels. of yeah. cameos. It's not set up or anything. It's, no, clearly, it's, it's just, just a cameo. Yeah. They're like, hey, cool, we got Cardi B, sick. I bet what she's in the trailer. Is she in the trailer? I don't think so. I didn't watch the trailer. Ha, ha, Han's in the trailer. They gave that up in the trailer. <laughs> like that could have been a cool reveal for fans, but they all knew that he was back. Mm. Bummer. Yeah. Big bummer. Yeah. Uh, do you think the key L is she going to be in the rest of, in any future movies? I doubt it. They they'll, characterized they'll her. her. They didn't characterize her yeah. at all. I don't think. I think she exists to characterize Han, like to make us be like, I like him because he protects young women. It's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. He saved that girl. He saved that girl. He must be cool. <laughs> he could have uh, left, but he saved her. He he gave up his entire life. He faked his own death to protect her. So he must be a good guy. Because mm. otherwise, what's his character? <laughs> <laughs> you like that game where you you like without naming what they do, their role or their appearance, like how you would define the characters based on this movie alone, impossible. Impossible. With any character or with him? With I think with with uh Ludacris and Tyrese's character, they have a little bit uh They are respite. They are respite in this yeah. movie. It cuts back mm -hmm. to then I'm like, okay. Yeah. This is bearable. Yeah, they have chemistry and they're like making points. Uh, but Natalie Emmanuel doesn't really have much characterization, I don't think. Like she's. She's okay. And then yeah. there's the Dom's sister who's yet another race. Yeah. And I didn't know why she was there. Well, and it's weird, like story wise, this is like such a kind of more of a nitpick, but story wise, her and Brian went off into the distance themselves and they, they retired because they wanted to raise their kids. But. Brian's raising the kids and she's here. Like, she didn't go into the sunset with him. Like, what happened? And it's obviously because Paul Walker's dead. Also, I should just give myself a little qualifier here. Uh, I don't mean to, like, say that multiracial families don't exist. Obviously. Oh, wait, what? Well, what? I was just talking, it was just, you know, like, Vin Diesel <laughs> looks like he does. Then his sister's, like, oh, pretty sure she's Mexican or maybe Colombian. And then we've got the brother, who's John Cena. Who's, who's the whitest John. dude ever. So it's like, <laughs> we've seen the dad. We don't, look. I, there's three kids in my family, three different dads. Yeah. It, it all turns out they were all white. That could have not been the case. Yeah. So obviously it's possible that this yeah. family exists, but it just, you know, and not like it matters no. in the movie. It doesn't really matter, but it's just kind of, of all the million things that could pull you out of this movie, it's just like, okay, they're brothers too, I guess, whatever. Yeah. There's well, there's, yeah, yeah. It's on the long list. It's just, you know, it's. Just check it off. Goes out of its way to have things that pull you out of it. <laughs> I think they want us to stop watching. I think they're trying. <laughs> they're, they're, like, so they're all God tired damn, of making please. these things. <laughs> like, I don't care about the money yeah, anymore. Justin Lin's just like, please, let me, let me make another fucking other kind of movie. <laughs> uh, he's into it. He wants it. He's made a lot of them. This is his fifth one. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, his first, yes, his first one was Tokyo Drift. Two, three, four. Yes, this is his fifth. And we'll be doing part one and two of the next ones. Nice. Well, he, he was he did a really good job on Star Trek Beyond. That's like the most beloved of the new trilogies. So. Well, guys, I think that's enough. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I think that's enough. Um, <laughs> tune in next week <laughs> sorry where about... we cover Bo Burnham's insides. Oh, and we can <sighs> express our depression again. <laughs> in the context of... 
I was so depressed after last week's yeah. movie. And so, so much gratitude for you, Jonathan, yeah, for joining you, Jonathan. us today. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you yeah. for having me. Um, n- no, thank you for making me watch this. I would have. <laughs> hey, at least at least you didn't have to pay. That's true. That's true. And so, if you guys like Jonathan, uh, let us know. <laughs> you can tweet at Car- tweet at us at Carpool Critics. You can email us. Uh, what's it again? Hello at carpoolcritics.ca. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you later.